0: hello again and welcome to the teach on teach strong podcast i am katie i am your host and you are listening to a podcast that is especially for us teachers all things to help us with our personal development different kind of PD. All right, so I'm just going to get straight into it because we've got a lot to get through today and I respect your time. So today's episode is actually a popular request which stemmed from something I mentioned in a previous episode. I believe it was episode 116, which is called 20 Habits of Highly Successful Teachers, which by the way, recently became the most listened to episode ever, which is interesting. So I hope that really helped you if you've listened to that. Anyway, in the episode, one of the habits I happened to mention was having routines in place, and quite a few of you emailed me and asked me for more information on that, so that's what we're going to talk about today. Now, currently, I have three main routines that have helped me most as a teacher specifically, and these are the ones that have made the most impact on my daily happiness, and I notice the difference when I don't do them as well. So these are the kind of ones I want to be talking about with you I have been honing these over quite a long period of time, so I've finally found something that I think works for me. But as with anything, you know, these kinds of things are dynamic. They will change as your life changes and as your needs develop as well. So the three main routines I currently have in place are my wake-up morning routine, my once-I-get-to-school morning routine, and my I'm-ready-to-get-the-hell-out-of-here-and-go-home routine. You may be thinking there's another one missing, surely... And that is my go-to-bed evening routine. And yes, you're right, that is missing because in all honesty, that is something I'm still working on and crafting. I haven't quite found a routine that I love yet, but once I have that down, I'll be sure to share it with you if you are interested. We're all on a journey together, right? But this episode is going to be all about the wake-up routine and I'll talk about my school routines in another upcoming episode, so stay tuned for that one. Alrighty, so let's quickly touch on the importance of routines in the first place. What is the point of them and why are they so valuable? Well, the answer is this. Routines reduce the number of decisions that you have to make in a day. It's as simple as that. It's stuff that happens on autopilot. Think about when you're driving, right? When you first learn to drive, you are trying to remember and make decisions about so many things like do I look in the mirror now do I put my foot down here now do I change gear now all these things that you have to try and remember right but think about the last time you were driving did you consciously make any decisions while you were driving probably not we don't really do that now because it's become second nature it's so routine our brain literally does it without us needing to think so it's not as mentally exhausting because the more decisions you have to make the more exhausted your brain gets you know It's decision fatigue. That is a real thing. It is mentally exhausting having to make lots of decisions. And you may have seen a quote floating around online that says something along the lines of Teachers make more minute by minute decisions than brain surgeons, and that's why you go home exhausted every day. Well, there you go. (laughs) There are many things that crop up for us on a second by second basis as a teacher. You know, they're always things that we're not expecting and they tend to be really important decisions because they affect the lives of so many people that we're responsible for, which, of course, adds extra pressure for us. So in light of wanting to retain some more mental space in your brain, you might need to streamline as much of your day as you can to leave room for the necessary decisions that you actually have to make. So with that being said, let's walk you through my wake-up routine that's going to help you set yourself up for a great day as a teacher. So my wake-up morning routine is as follows. Okay, before we get into it, (laughs) if I'm being completely transparent with you, this routine is one of the hardest out of all of them for me, just because of the getting up bit. But when I do it, my day is always better. Now the hardest bit is getting my butt out of bed, especially because teaching is just so draining. It reaches a certain point, especially when we're coming near to a break where I'm literally like, I just can't open my eyes. Like, do you know what I mean? So it is harder and it has taken me a lot of effort to make sure I do it, but it is beneficial. So basically what triggered this was I read a book last year called The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. And having read that, I was inspired to transform my own mornings. Now, I highly recommend you check this book out. It is phenomenal. It really changed my whole mindset on this kind of stuff. And I never really thought about routines before, but he made so many good points. I'll add an Amazon link to it in the show notes. If you go to teachersresourceforce.com forward slash podcast forward slash 121, you can use that link. You don't need to, but what I'll do is I'll include an affiliate link. And what that means is I will get a teeny, teeny, tiny commission. I mean, we're talking pennies. But it's something from Amazon if you use that link. It won't cost you any more money. You don't really notice the difference. But if you do want to support me, then I'll appreciate you using that link if you do choose to purchase the book. But anyway, back to the morning routine. So the Miracle Morning suggests seven things that you should do each morning. And all these together are basically going to nourish your body, mind and soul. It's not fluffy though. I know it sounds (laughs) It sounds, it sounds fluffy, but it's not. The book, honestly, the book explains the reasons behind everything and everything makes absolute sense. I do encourage you to read it if you're interested in learning more. I'm not going to go into the details of all that because we'd be here all day. So my routine, bearing in mind things I've learned from this book and things that I've tried myself, mine's going to be slightly different, but here is mine and you can take from it what you will. So I start my day at 5 a.m., Okay, I know, I know, don't switch off yet. Bear with me. <laughs> okay, first of all, you don't have to do this. You pick a time that's right for you. Personally, I need an hour for my morning routine, as well as half an hour, forty five minutes to spend getting ready. That's not part of my routine, by the way. <laughs> so, as you may know, if you're a regular listener, I've got quite a commute every day, so I need to leave school about six forty five, seven at the latest, otherwise I'm late. So that means I have to get up at five. Now, you might not need to get up that early. The point is to make your routine work for you. So I suggest doing what I did and play around with a few different wake-up times to see what works for you. Now, lately, I have been feeling really tired. It's that time of year. Everyone's just exhausted and knackered. So unfortunately, I've been choosing an extra half an hour in bed recently instead of a full morning routine. And while I do like the sleep, I do regret it later and I always think I wish I'd gotten up earlier and did my proper routine because I feel like something's missing if I don't do it so it is a struggle but it is definitely worth it right so up at 5am the next thing I do straight away is drink a glass of water full glass of water this is going to kick your body and your digestion into gear don't eat anything else don't drink anything else just fresh water get your body going then off to the bathroom wash face brush teeth etc and wake up properly feel quite refreshed now from here on my morning routine changes it kind of depends on what i need at the time uh, but the things i do remain the same it's just the order that i do them is different so what i do sometimes if i'm feeling particularly drained like i am around this time of the year I will put on some really great music. At least one song that's going to get me buzzing. And I've mentioned this in a previous episode as well, but I can't remember which one it was off the top of my head. (laughs) Um, But I get up and I dance to a really favourite song. So it might be like fun 90s music you know the ones that little cheesy ones that kind of you're like yes I can dance to this something fun and that really helps wake me up so if you can do that for like your alarm it'd be even better because then you have to like jump out of bed to listen to this music and dance but there are other times when I need to do something a lot more mellow which we'll talk about in the routine so the seven things in the miracle morning that is suggested for you comes under the acronym SAVERS s-a-v-e-r-s And so I'll go through all of those seven things and then bear in mind that the order does change. So the first S stands for silence. That basically means meditate, right? Now, don't switch off again, you. Come back. Come back. (laughs) Listen, I used to think meditation was fluffy as well, but it's not. It's really not. Honestly, I was the biggest cynic for all this kind of stuff, but it's not. It's really worthwhile. And it's actually the biggest gift that you can give to yourself. It's pure bliss for those few minutes of just sitting in silence. You don't have to hum or sit with your legs in a knot, whatever. You just sit somewhere and be quiet. That's it. Close your eyes and just enjoy the quiet time. You also want to try and quiet your mind. That's the thing that makes it a bit more challenging. Because you just don't want to think about anything, (laughs) which is the toughest bit. And that's why with meditation, they encourage you to concentrate on your breathing. Because that's something that you can count and be aware of that's happening to you without you needing to worry about what I've got to do today or I'm worried about this problem that's on my mind, all these kinds of stuff. It's just about being present, noticing how you feel, being grateful for this moment of peace in your life. And it doesn't have to be long, you know, if a minute's all you can fit in before the kids come in and jump on you, then a minute it is. But make sure you're out of bed. Get out. Otherwise, you'll fall back asleep. I've tried that too. Get out of bed. Do your dance if you need to. Or if you want to start with a quiet morning, nice meditation. Right. The next letter in the savers is A and it stands for affirmations. Listen, this isn't fluffy either. (laughs) I know some people don't believe in these and they think that's another kooky thing. But it's not like all it is, is just some statements that you want to believe about yourself or you want to keep affirming. So I'm a confident, inspirational teacher, (laughs) or I'm going to nail this observation today, or I'm going to get through this day with energy. That's one of my favorites. Or I believe everything happens for a reason and that reason serves me. Just something that's going to help you give a positive outlook on your day and really try and believe it and feel that it's true. I could do a whole other episode on how to determine your affirmations based on your life values. I went through some deep soul searching last year and I went through a variety of exercises to determine the values that mean most to me and now I plan literally everything, every decision I make now, I try and build it around my core values so that I'm always doing what I believe is right. So, if that sounds interesting to you and you are keen to go deeper with affirmations and your values, then drop me an email at katie dot and I will do it for you. But if I don't hear anything, I won't bother because I really only want to create episodes that are valuable to you. So please do let me know and don't assume others are asking on your behalf because you don't know if they are or not. And if everyone's thinking the same thing, then no one's going to ask. Anyway, the next letter is V, which stands for visualisation. Listen, this isn't fluffy either. (laughs) Okay, so I tend to do visualization at the same time or just after I'm done meditating. Seeing as, you know, I'm sitting in silence with my eyes closed anyway, it seems like a good time to visualize. And the point of visualization is to imagine yourself having the greatest day. So think about what is coming up today. Imagine your journey to school, you're delivering your lessons. How do you want the day to go? How do you want to feel? What kind of things do you want to experience? Imagine enjoying your lunch and chatting to your friends and then heading home feeling proud and happy after making such an impact on young lives. Even imagine your evening and then the end being all snuggly in bed and thinking about how you feel. Really imagine it. Vividly see the day happening. This is such a powerful tool as actually I read that your brain can't determine what's real and what's imaginary. So you can create feelings of joy that you want just by imagining them And your brain will think that they're real. So use that power. Like, what a gift we've got to be able to control our brains like that and use visualization to trick us into believing that it's true. Sometimes with this visualization thing. I've even realized that I've made a decision like while I'm visualizing that I remembered I needed to go and stop off the supermarket before school to get lunch because as I was going for my visualization routine, I got to lunchtime and I was like, oh, I don't have food. <laughs> I was like, ah. So it reminded me to go in the morning to make sure that I was actually prepared for this day that I visualized, which I thought was quite amusing. Uh, okay, the next letter in the savers is E for exercise exercise. So it goes without saying, once your workout is done in the morning, you will feel like a superstar. Not only is it going to give you energy, I've noticed a big difference when I change my morning routines to include a workout, but there is no better feeling than going through your day, eating what you want, knowing you've already done your workout and you've made use of the energy you have in the morning because by the time you get home, there ain't much left, <laughs> and you're not going to give your best in your workout. I know I used to do evening workouts because I like to sleep so much, but I really wasn't giving it my all. I was too tired and sometimes I'd skimp out because I was so tired, and it wasn't as good so Since I moved to morning workouts, I have a lot more energy during the day, and it's just a really good feeling now. I only do a few minutes I don't do anything crazy there's no need to commit to a forty five minute workout sweat routine. Just just a few minutes just to get the body moving now as i said before the order changes sometimes i do this before meditation so if i'm exceptionally tired i need to push myself to move i'll do my little dance to my favorite tune and then i'll do my workout and then i'll go on and do the rest of my routine so really it doesn't have to be the same every time as long as you're doing certain things in the morning okay the next letter is r which is for reading So if you get your reading in first thing in the morning, you are set. I also recommend reading something positive or inspirational that's really going to get you in a good headspace. I have a whole list of personal development books that I'm planning to get through this year. And what it does is it teaches me something new and helps me get in a positive mindset for the day. Again, if all you can manage is a minute or two or a paragraph or a chapter, then that's good enough. It's not how much you do, it's the fact that you are doing it. You're feeding your mind, body and soul by doing all these activities. Sometimes if I've been good and I've woken up at 5am like I'm meant to, instead of being naughty and snoozing like it happened recently, then I like to get in as much as 15 minutes of reading. I make a nice mug of green tea and I cozy up and, and read my book and I really enjoy that quiet time. It's just such a special way to start what is always going to be a manic, hectic day as a teacher. So do things that you love and that are going to actually do you good. Now, you'll probably notice throughout this whole morning routine that something huge is missing. Can you think of what it is? <laughs> my phone! Where was my phone in all that routine? Wasn't anywhere. I use my phone for an alarm and that's it. No checking emails, no checking messages, no reading the news. Mm -mm. The world is always screaming for your attention. And if you give it too soon, you're never going to have time for yourself. Ever. You'll be worrying about that email you need to respond to, that thing that happened in the news, that social media post that triggered you, all the things. So phones are banned in the morning routine. Now, if like me, you like to read on your Kindle app on your phone that's the only other thing I use my phone for in the morning, then you need to make sure you put your phone on airplane mode so you don't get any messages come through to distract you because everyone wants your attention. And the whole point of this morning routine is that it is all for you. Right, the last letter in SAVERS is S, which stands for scribe. Basically, it's journaling, but J didn't work in an acronym, so (laughs) it's S. Now, I've read so many things that advocate journaling. And it is amazing what words that can come out your brain in the morning when it's fresh. I mean, the first two hours of the morning are when your brain is at its peak. So you don't want to waste it doing stupid things or reading social media. Like, Use your brain for good things. There's stuff in there that's not going to come out later on in the day. So I do advocate writing things down as much as you can. Personally, I don't include this in my morning routine every day. I have tried it a few times and I did like it and I have come up with some really great things, especially when I've been doing my soul searching or I've had a lot of things on my mind and I like to write them down. It is really good, but I don't tend to include mine on a daily basis. But I do believe in it. If you can fit that in and you want to do that, I think that's a great opportunity. So after I've done all those things, I personally do six of them, I don't do the journaling at the end, but once you've done all those things, you obviously have your shower and then you get ready and have your breakfast and all that stuff. What I'd like to do when I'm in the shower or when I'm driving to work is I like to do some gratitude questions and these are just things to help me focus on the good because... It is so easy. Like your brain automatically goes to the negative. We've talked about this in the podcast before. Your brain's job is to protect you, right? And so it's looking for danger all the time. And danger in this day and age might not be physical danger. It might just be problems that we need to deal with. But that's what it's programmed to do. So sometimes you have to train your brain. You say, listen, brain, we're going to look for the good right now, okay? I don't need to worry about all the things. Just let's look at the positive. And if you ask your brain a question, it will answer you. It's good like that. It's easily trained. It really is. But you have to do it. So there are a range of questions I go through and I'll share these with you now. And this can take about 10 minutes, to be honest with you. It's surprising. But when you really answer the questions truthfully and out loud, it can take a while, which is really good. So that's why I like them in the shower or the car. Because I can speak out loud in both of them and no one really notices. (laughs) Okay, so first question is, what are you grateful for and what about that makes you grateful? Try and mix it up as well every day. Think of different things so you're not saying the same stuff and you're looking for new things. So what are you grateful for and what about that makes you grateful? Like what in particular about that are you grateful for? Second question, what are you happy about and what about that makes you happy? Just generally in your life, what are you happy about? Third question is what are you excited about or what are you looking forward to and why? So, so far, we've got grateful for, happy, and excited. Question four is what are you proud of? And what about that makes you proud? The second parts of the questions are really important because it gets you to explain. It's not just saying, I'm grateful for my car. It's really getting you to explain why. Like, are you grateful for a car? Uh because it's freezing outside and I'm seeing people at the bus stop and I remember what that was like and I'm so grateful. My car's nice and warm and I get to control the environment. <laughs> These kinds of things, right? So, okay, let's go back. We got grateful, happy, excited, proud. Question five is what are you committed to? It's a really important one. What are you committed and what about that makes you committed? And number six is what are you currently enjoying in your life right now? And what about that makes it enjoyable? And question seven is who do you love? And what about that makes you loving? I'll go through them one more time. What are you grateful for? What are you happy about? What are you excited about looking forward to? What are you proud of? What are you committed to? What are you enjoying? And who do you love? And just spending time thinking about those seven things in the morning literally can't feel bad afterwards you focus your brain on something about your life that is incredible lots of areas of your life that are incredible and you can't help but feel amazing now that could be something that you want to journal that's an option for you so if you wanted to include the journaling you could just answer those seven questions every morning in your journal i prefer to do them out loud just because i like thinking and sort of blabbering to myself but you know that's an option for you so give them a go and let me know how you get on with them I'm sure they're going to make a difference. So all these things, the meditating, visualizing, affirmations, exercising, reading, journaling, all these things are the best way to start your morning. All of them together. Even if you can only do a minute of each and you can fit all of that into seven minutes, that's amazing. Personally, I've tried lots. For me, it works out about an hour in order for me to feel the benefits of them. But you try out lots of different ways and see what works for you. But you will be feeding your mind, your body, your soul with all that it needs to set you up for a powerful day ahead. Honestly, it's not just fluff. I would not feed you fluff. Everything I'm telling you is things that I've actually tried myself. I am living and breathing this as well as you. Okay, I'm still in the classroom. I'm still teaching. I'm doing everything that I tell you to do. I'm not just here saying, I've heard this is good. Try it, you know. I'm doing it, I know. So if it works for me, I've got very high hopes that it will work for you too. Give it a go. Now, having said all that, no matter how hard you try, if you are still, you're doing all this, doing the positive questions, you're doing everything you can, but you are still not enjoying any part of your job right now, have you considered changing schools? I know it seems kind of obvious, but the amount of messages I read of teachers in despair just wanting to quit but not having tried changing schools first is actually staggering. It's like you think it's your fault. You think you're not cut out for teaching. You think you are the problem. But you know what? Sometimes it really is as simple as that school's not right for you. There are so many schools out there and I don't believe that any two are alike. I think each school is unique because the people in it are so varied, right? You've got hundreds of staff and thousands of students in a school and all those bodies and all those personalities are going to create an ethos and it might be one that works for you and your personality and your style but it might be one that doesn't. I mean it's like looking for a life partner in many ways isn't it? You need to find something that matches you and the only way to do that is to see what's out there. So go and check out some other schools, ask people what their experiences are and find out exactly what you want out of a school and start looking for that. It's out there, it really is. You don't need to give up on your whole career just because you're in a mismatch right now. I know that seems a bit random, but it's just something that's been on my mind recently. I've just been reading so many things where people are wanting to run for the hills. And it is a really difficult time of year right now. So I can completely understand. We've all been there. I wake up like that sometimes too. But that's why this morning routine is so important to try and get you in the right frame of mind But even if you are in the right frame of mind, even if it's still not working for you, then you might need to think about what else do you need to do now? You don't need to give up on teaching. That's not always the right thing to do. Sometimes it is, but oftentimes, if you want to be a teacher and that's in your heart, it's there for a reason, you know? So get looking, see what's out there. And if you want any help with identifying or looking for your dream job, Please get in touch because I would love to help you. I'm working on something new right now where I'm helping people match up their perfect job and actually really be happy in the school they're in. So please email me at ktteachersresourceforce.com and let me know your situation and we can talk it through together and I'll help you in any way I can. And as I said in the previous episode, if you've listened to that one, if you are currently in the job hunting process or you're planning to be soon, You can access a free seven-day email course where you will learn the secrets that I have found to a winning teaching application that very few people get right. And I know because I read a lot of teaching applications and it's surprising how few people know how to do it properly. So you'll learn all about what interviews are thinking when they read your application and simple actionable steps that will ensure that you land the interview. So you can enroll for that course by going to ecoursesforteachers.com forward slash job dash application. And you can find the links to that and the Miracle Morning book all by going to teachersresourcefuls.com forward slash podcast forward slash 121. I hope that's been helpful for you today and that you try out this morning routine. And let me know how you get on or if you've got any questions. I'm just so desperate for every teacher to feel happy and confident in their role. What we do is incredibly challenging. And unless you're a teacher, I don't believe you really understand what it is we go through. Because you can explain it to your friends and family until you're blue in the face. And they'll just come back by going, yeah, but everyone's job is stressful. And you're just like, no, it's different. It's different, I swear it is. So I get it. I know how you feel. And this morning routine has worked wonders for me. So give it a go. You know, there's no harm in that play around with it and get in touch if you do give it a go and let me know how you get on all right okay that's it until next time i wish you a wonderful week teach on and teach strong and i'll catch you next week bye